The news continues to happen, and The Schrader Show is here to decipher the madness, to make sense of what's real and what's propaganda, to offer a point of view. This is 1360 and 97.5 WTAQ. Now, here's Steve Schrader. Well, good Thursday afternoon, Northeast Wisconsin. This is the Shannon and Schrader podcast. So I want to welcome in the co-host of the podcast, the great producer, Shannon. Shannon, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, uh, we will apologize to the audience. We, we did a podcast on Tuesday. We were on our way to do one yesterday. And due to a 20, uh, let's call it a 24 to 48 hour bug, uh, I wasn't able to make it yesterday without, well, pulling the car over to vomit. So after doing that a couple of times, I decided, nope. Uh, we're going to, we're going to call the ball and not do a podcast yesterday. I'm but not... I almost did it myself. <laughs> yeah. Shannon almost did it herself. So welcome, Shannon. Well, thank um, you. you may have to control a podcast here today because, <laughs> you know, I'm not, uh, not a hundred percent of my game, but lots of stuff going on. Um, what would you like to start out with first? You want to talk about Kansas City? Do you want to talk about uh, Nathan Wade trial? What 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 strikes your fancy? Uh, let's talk about Kansas City. So, yeah. you apparently were watching this live. Well, it was, it was like minutes after it happened. It wasn't live though. Now you found something this morning that said that one of the people arrested was an illegal immigrant. Right, and it's two juveniles, right? One of them is illegal. So, police are saying there was a dispute between people? Anything you could have seen? I don't know what exactly happened, but it was after the parade, so a lot lot of people were gone already. Um, and then people that were at the parade chased them down and tackled them till the police came. That that's the part I saw is the video of the the people at the parade chasing. Yeah, it was a husband and wife that actually t- tackled them. Yeah, it was, and there is all different angles of it too. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those tragic deals. You know, you can't. Again, Biden comes out and calls gun control, gun control. Well, gun control does nothing. So, you know, again, he's just going to come out and do his gun control, gun control. What would what would making buying a legal firearm for legal citizens? Why making that more difficult would do anything to stop this in Kansas City? We all know it won't, right? I mean, it's not going to. I mean, crazy people are always going to be crazy people, right? I mean, it's it's people, not the gun. Right. And I mean, I hate the fact that I hate the fact that. Well, first of all, it's it's a tragedy whenever there's a mass shooting. I mean, one person is dead. Uh, at least 22 others are injured. Um, so, again, that death toll may rise. Uh, one family lost their mother because um, the person who was killed is a mother of two. So, again, real-life consequences to what we're seeing at the southern border. Now— since we last spoke, 
the House GOP, they passed their bill on border security, Israel security, everything else, Shannon. But the the Democrats' plan on sending all this money to Ukraine and to Gaza looks DOA. Now, Schumer is saying uh, that the GOP now owns the border. Well, I don't think voters are going to see it that way. And if they want to see it that way, I think we embrace it because Trump would love to own the issue of the border because he does. Yeah, he does. And, and the thing about it is he he's not new to this. He was talking about the border in 2016 when the only people talking about borders were, sick, you know, conservatives on the radio pretty much. Oh, and about, oh, by the way, I didn't have a chance to look this up yet. We may have to look it up. I saw on Newsmax on the scroller this morning, Shannon, Soros looks to gain control of country's second largest radio. Oh, really? Company. Yeah. So I'm thinking that would be Westwood One, wouldn't you? It's either Clear Channel or Westwood One. Um, I'm going to take a look here real quick online, see if I can find it. Um but, Shannon, your thoughts on that? That would not be a good thing. Not at all. Well, and that's that's the thing. And the one thing is, look, uh, it's one thing to people understand. They understand security and they understand borders and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, it's not giving me what I'm looking for here. Um, but well, did it, I guess it would be radio syndicators, huh? Uh, I'm just trying to find this. Premier is number one with more than 100 radio programs and over 6,500 radio affiliates. So Clear Channel's number one. I'm going to say, what do you what do you think, Shannon? Wikipedia is going to say. Uh, Westwood One is number two, probably. I have no idea. BBC is number one worldwide. Um, but anyway, regardless, it's, it's, look, it's one of the big radio stations. I've got it in my, in my notes. I'll have, we'll have more information, uh, on this one, right, Shannon, for the Saturday show? Yeah, um, this is the first I've heard of it. So I, I just saw it go across the Newsmax ticker this morning. So I I didn't have a chance to really uh, do any homework on it. My belief is, though, it is it is uh, it is Westwood One because because Clear Channel is number one. So I would guess Westwood One would be number two. So, um, but we'll we'll see. And again, the, the the media dominating dominating the media that's nothing new right but when if you start talking george soros starts talking buying radio stations that's a problem because liberal radio could never make it but if george soros goes out and buys a thousand radio stations he can torture a lot of people it can spread a lot of lies too. Spread a lot of lies, change the results of a lot of elections, and oh, get, wow. give him what he always wants—a society that is communist, except for you know guys like him who make a lot of money. They're the special ones in communism at that point, and 
everybody else. And that's not the way it should be, and they know it. So anyway, well, there will be more on that. We'll get into it more. <clears throat> now, we want to talk about, uh, let's, let's, let's come back to Wisconsin politics. The ever-frustrating Wisconsin politics. So, now, Voss is out there uh, whining that the recall Voss efforts, which are gaining traction with politics, showed all, like, my, you know, well, you know my buddy Tom, right? That's where his ranch is, is down by, by Lake Geneva. Mm-hmm. And so he's in Voss's district. And... Again, a very affluent area there in Lake Geneva, a very Elkhart Lake, uh, that area. Um, but a very, it's Trump country, <laughs> okay? It is. And they showed all the different signs. Happiness is four more years, and it's a caricature with blonde hair, you know. Um, the, all kinds of—you have to look at them, Shannon. There are some great ones in there, great Trump signs. Um, but, you know— He's saying, oh, this is led from out of state. Well, the guy that's running it is Jay Schrader, who is not out of state. He spent his entire life in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, well, we just um, had him on. Yeah, and if, because uh, Voss is saying it's out of state grifters. Well, you know, I don't know if you call me out of state, although, you know, I did live in two other states other than Wisconsin, but I was born and raised here and I live here now. Um, and it's it's my home. It always has been my home. Now, at some point, would I like to also have a home somewhere warm so I don't have to deal with this thing called winter? Of course, but, you know, one thing at a time, right? Yeah. So Voss is, Voss is complaining about um, it's an out-of-state grifters and all this kind of stuff and yada, yada, yada. And then what they did yesterday, they passed the map, Shannon, that Evers drew, Okay. This is what's been fought over. And now Voss is saying because Protosewicz won the Supreme Court race, we're not going to win at the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Which, by the way, that's not the end-all, be-all of courts. There are, you know, the U.S. Supreme Court, by the way, and federal appeals courts. But Voss, rather than fighting the Democrats, shows exactly what he is. And he's not fighting the Democrats, but he's passing the maps as drawn by the governor and his team. Yeah. Saying that Republicans can win. Now, get this. He claims that... Now, this is Voss, of course. This is a guy that's supposed to be on our side. He claimed the move is a win for Democrats because they get their maps, and it's a win for the GOP because it'll end the legal debate taxpayers are paying for. Oh, thank you, Robin. (laughs) Yeah, we really want Democrats to run the state with you. But, oh, he passed a big tax cut. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's right? I mean, he, these, they're, they're simply out of touch with the electorate. They don't understand the electorate. Right. You know what I mean? He's, he's thinking that the, the number one, now, granted, I'm a, I'm a conservative, so... I love tax cuts. Don't right? Well, everybody I, don't, likes don't, a good tax yeah, cut. Yeah, everybody loves a good tax cut. I'm not bitching about tax cuts. What I'm saying is, right now, that's not what the electorate wants. They're not. You know what I mean? They want 
Megan Wolf gone. They want they they want their vote to count. They want WEC to be cleaned up. They want they want to get rid of Robin Voss and actually have a Republican Party that fights for something rather than just capitulates. That would be nice. But again, no. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and it's great. Of course, the governor is going to veto it. But yeah, Voss passes a two point one billion dollar GOP tax cut, which I think is great. But again, uh, you know, for someone who's supposed to be this political genius, you would think he can walk and chew gum at the same time, right? Yeah. I would think he could give us a, ta- a tax cut with the left hand and impeach Megan Wolf with the right, but that's, of course, too much to ask, I guess. It's just not what he wants to do. Well, it's not what he wants to do because why? Because he wants, he wants Trump to lose. <clears throat> well, we know that. And I don't understand it, okay? I can understand if, like, for example, he doesn't like Trump. Trump doesn't like him. Get it? Got it? Good. Well, I know why Trump doesn't like him. Well, I know why Trump doesn't (laughs) like him, too, because he stabbed Trump in the back constantly. But when someone shows absolute dominance in the Republican primary, right? I mean— the Republican electorate, even the liberals are admitting, hey, everybody that could run against Donald Trump in, from the GOP field did, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't anybody. Uh, and again, the, the, you know who is the smartest one out of all of this? Who? Glenn Youngkin. Because he didn't let Fox News <laughs> talk him into running and looking like a fool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I agree. because they convinced, you know, Fox. Lance and Murdoch hates Trump. Supposedly he's got Trump toilet paper. I mean, he hates Trump. He's a never Trumper. I just don't understand people like that. I don't either because they, it's, it, they're oblivious to results. Right? It's, yeah. it, it, again, it's the signs down in, in Voss's home neck of the woods. It's, um, it's that's what they want and republican politicians that the only the only thing conservative that they do is tax cuts that's a problem yeah. and again it, look there's a lot of issues out there um but there there's no issue more important in my mind probably in your mind as well as uh election integrity yeah so um so there's that. Um, now, with these maps, just to go back to that for a second. Um, so Greta Neubauer, so here's the article out of Wisp Politics. You'll love this, Shannon. Legislature sends Evers his maps as Dems raise concern it's a legal ploy. Um, so Voss gives them everything they want, and they're still complaining that... <laughs> That Voss is just giving them what they want because then he's going to go and file a lawsuit, which I hope he will do, by the way. My guess is he won't because he's saying this is the end of the lawsuits. Yeah, that's why his whole thing was. He right. He's going to save money on lawsuits. Right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I guess he thinks he's going to save taxpayer money because I, I would, I mean, but again, it's. Look, our Constitution clearly calls out for the legislature 
to draw the maps. I say you fight it all the way to the Supreme Court. There's nothing more fundamental than than that in elections. Don't do you agree? I Disagree. Agree. So, uh, I mean, we'll we'll see. But again, it's just uh, again, it's more and more. Do Robin Voss doing what he does best: utter and complete capitulation and giving the Democrats what they want, and then coming and whining to Republicans that boy if. Radio people weren't mean to him. He could get a lot of crap done. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's really what he does. And he spends his money to run the assembly like a dictatorship. Well, if he used those same methods of dictatorship to do conservative things, he would be beloved in this state. True. That's correct. But. But he doesn't want to. For some reason. I don't know why. Because, well, it's it's as simple, and it's it's about what you see in politics with 90% of politicians. It's about them. It's not about you. Well, yeah. I mean, they don't, they, they don't give a damn about their constituents most of the time. Well, Donald Trump does. Well, Donald Trump does, and he, ca- and, and he cares about illegal aliens not killing us in our own homes. And he can't be the only one. <laughs> no, I mean you and I do, and and our listeners do, and 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 no, we're not the only one. There's there's eighty five million of us. Yeah, exactly. So no, of course we're not alone. But sometimes it feels that way because mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, you know, if you say anything that's not negative about Donald Trump, you're not going to be invited to the nice cocktail parties because you're one of them. Well, the you Donald know. Trump parties are way funner. <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, you know, it's it's even the Democrats when they look at it, they go, "Oh, look at it. well, we met these people, and you know what? They they all weren't devil worshippers and all this kind of stuff." And yeah, no, that it surprises them when they when they meet us. But um, yeah, we are generally speaking much more happy than than liberals are. Hundred percent. So. Um, and then there's this here in the state, this out of Wisp politics as well. This published this morning. Um, this is the 15th, by the way, Thursday, the 15th, uh, spokesman for Eric Havdi confirmed to Wisp politics today that the Madison businessman will officially launch his campaign challenging us Senator Tammy Baldwin. Havdi spokesperson, Ben Vocal confirmed the coming move, which which was initially reported by the Associated Press. Wisconsin Politics reported last week that David Rexrod, who worked for the RGA from 2015 to 2022, is expected to serve as general counsel for Havdi's campaign. Meanwhile, Lexi Artis, who served as U.S. Senator Ron Johnson's deputy operations director and finance coordinator for the 2020 16 re-election bid is expected to be the campaign manager. Havdi ran for the U.S. Senate in 2012, but lost to GOP primary to Tommy Thompson, who went on to lose to Baldwin. Uh, Franklin businessman Scott Mayer is also weighing a bid against Baldwin. Uh, 2012, I was still in Florida at the time. Um... So I don't know, I'll admit, I don't know a whole heck of a lot about Havdi. Do you? I don't either, And but I was not in Florida, but I don't know anything about him, except for what we just read. 
Yeah, um, I I don't know, but um, again, I don't know. I'll have to look into him. I think he's more of a, I mean, he's a Madison businessman, you know. I mean, he still is in Madison, so I don't expect him to be <laughs> like the most conservative Republican, right? Right. But it's somebody. Yeah, and then that kind of brings me back to this, too. You know, as the Democrats are worried about this being employed by the GOP, um, it should be concerning to the residents of the state of Wisconsin that all of the leadership in, like, the House and Senate, so the Assembly and the Senate in Wisconsin, all that leadership is in that Racine area. Voss is there for the Republicans. Neubauer's there for the Democrats. You know, that's why our state doesn't reflect the citizens that live in the entire state because so much of the leadership is coming from... Yeah, it all leads back to Racine. Right. It all leads back to Racine and, and the outskirts of Milwaukee and the pit that Milwaukee is. And the pit that Racine is. <laughs> right. You know, they got a good Chicago hot dog stand there. That's My brother used to teach school there. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, just FYI to the listeners, if you're retired and looking for something to do and you want to make a couple of extra bucks, uh, Recall Voss, the organization, is paying uh, volunteers. And I think they're paying like 50 bucks a signature for residents of, you know, the area, obviously, it would be. Is that I think it's Waukesha County, not Racine County, but okay, we whatever went it is. This last yeah, we went okay. through this. We should whatever. really figure out which. Well, we should to. really figure it out, but I mean, we know the general area. It's not, you know. <laughs> I mean, again, we know the we know the details. The the we details would think down. It would be Racine County because it's Racine, right? You would think, but sometimes, like Green Bay is Green Bay, but it's in Brown County. Yeah, but it's not no in such Green, Bay County. Green Bay County. Well, I know, but. If there was a Green Bay County, it would probably be in Green Bay County. Probably. Like Milwaukee. Is there a Milwaukee County? There is. See? There is. There is a is Milwaukee, Milwaukee County. Is Milwaukee in Milwaukee County? Yeah, I believe it is. So Racine is but probably it can, in Racine well, County. Perhaps, but it could be in... I don't, Shano is in Shano County. I think we've already spun, spun way too much time on... <laughs> Where what county Racine may be in, whatever it is. Well, my guess is Racine. Contact Recall Voss, and you, you can you can do something for conservatism and put a couple of bucks in your pocket. So I, I wanna I wanna play this. I think uh, I think uh, it's loaded and ready to go, Shannon. I think you just need to yeah, pot it up. Here's Barbara Lee. This is from uh, do, do, do. this would have been Tuesday. And it was the Democrat debate night in California. So you got Barbara Lee, Adam Schiff for brains, and two other jokers, I don't, far leftists, uh, on the Democrat side. Well, Barbara Lee's got a solution, folks, to all your money worries. Here she goes. You're calling for a $50 an hour federal minimum wage. That's seven times the current national minimum wage of $7.25 an hour. Can you explain how that would be economically sustainable for small businesses? You have 60 seconds. 
First, let me say I um, owned and ran a small business for um, 11 years. I created hundreds of jobs. Benefits, retirement benefits, also health care benefits. I know what worker productivity means, and that means that you have to make sure that your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. In the Bay Area, I I believe it was the United Way came out. Okay, she's going to go on to how the United Way came out and talked about, you know, it takes $127,000 for a family of four to just be outside of poverty. Look. Housing and everything's unaffordable in California. We get it. But it's unaffordable because of the stupid laws that they pass. Like, oh, I don't know. How about giving how about giving health care rights to illegal aliens? Or letting people steal whatever they want and get away with it. Right. Right. And and now they want the rest of the country to pay for it. So she wants to do a $50 minimum wage across the country. Can you imagine? There is no way any small business could last like that. I know. No way. Not... you would shut down every, you know, what would you have to charge for a quarter pounder with cheese? Oh my gosh. Probably 25 bucks. Yeah. I mean, crazy, but this is, this is the opposition. This is the other party. This is who they are. This is what they do. And I'm telling you. She says that like she, like that's normal. It's. And everybody's just like, what? Like, how, did she just say that? Right. And and this is the stuff that, that people who don't follow politics, and we know them, right, Shannon? We know all kinds of them. Yes, we do. And and it pains us. <laughs> does, I mean, it really does. Like, when we meet somebody that, that, that they're just so categorically uninformed. Yeah, and we meet a lot of them. And... Daily. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> folks... This republic, liberty is not free. And it's not just the people who put on a uniform, our men and women in uniform, law enforcement, paramedics, obviously uh, military service and all the branches. But it's up to us citizens, us regular citizens to do the same. And that is hold our elected officials accountable and, you know, at least do our best to try to yeah, I, I know people that would have heard that clip and been like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm getting a raise. I'm going to get 50 oh, yeah. an hour. Yeah, and they don't understand that their raise wasn't a raise at all. It cost them their job. They went from, <laughs> and, you pay, your, and you pay your people good. You pay your people really good. So, yeah. so you know. So, yeah, what she's saying that you, you, you have to make sure your employees are happy. Yeah, but you can't go out of business doing it. So my employees make a good wage, but not $50. Because if I charged, if I paid my employees $50 an hour, the stuff in the store would have to cost so much that nobody would be able to afford it. Right, right. Again, but these people don't, and and Barbara Lee says, oh, I ran a business for a small year, for 12 years. How much you want to (laughs) bet? How much you want to bet the business she ran was something involving f- grants from the government? Probably. And she was probably, you know, like Obama, a community act. What, what was he, a community activist? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, community organizer. Remember when community organizer was enough to be president? 
No. <laughs> I know, but literally we elected a guy twice who... No, we didn't. <laughs> no, you and I didn't. The dum-dums did, but anyway. Um, Maybe. So we're watching this. Uh, have you been following this Fannie Willis, Nathan Wade affair? When did it start? Uh, a little Stuff. bit, yeah. So we're watching it right now. It's been on Newsmax, Fox News all morning. First of all, Nathan Wade is either stupid or he plays it well, okay? He, like the prosecuting attorney, she's got to go over and read his stuff. And this is the legal game he's playing. He said this morning that when he answered that he didn't cheat on his wife, Shannon, the answer was he didn't because he considered his mar- the marriage to his wife to be over in 2015, did the wife know that? No. No, not <laughs> oh, until the divorce uh, proceeding started. So apparently the the wife didn't know that. But I, I don't know that they were living together. I think they were separated. So, or, but it doesn't matter. We all know what this is. It's a bunch of people trying to get Trump off the ballot. That's all this ever was. And... Fanny Willis hired this guy because he obviously has no scruples. So she hires him to, to make up a case on Trump, and then she starts banging him during the process. Well, he's claiming the relationship didn't start until 2022, and friends of Willis have been saying this has been going on since 2019. So bottom line with this is, this judge down in Atlanta, again, have you followed it at all? Have you watched any of it? I like didn't on watch TV? Any. I no. just listen. Well, I listen to radio all day. So, well, yeah. So, I, I've been, I've been, this morning, I've been following it pretty close. And the judge to me appears to be at least giving the prosecutor time to, to do what they need to do. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't seem like the judge is hostile to Trump. Now, he's going to have a chance to to uh, toss Fannie Willis and Nate Wade from the Trump thing. I think he does it. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I mean, if he doesn't, then truly, uh, you know, justice is dead in America. I mean, it, it, it and it really is. If you're a member of the Trump family, justice really is dead done in america i know so you really you really can't predict on this either well so i know, you don't know i know i know you can't you know because it sounds logical but you don't know what's going to happen right because you got the crazy judge up in new york who's making you know trump gave a statement this morning basically you know saying they're gonna have me tied up in court all day he says i'll campaign all night we'll figure it out and that's why people love trump yep They're going to keep him tied up in court starting March 25th. Trump in New York. It's not even getting into what this Fannie Willis stuff. Because once they once one, if this judge removes them from the case, my understanding is that that puts that puts the case. It doesn't kill it, but it almost starts it almost over to the point to where. Trump would be able to uh, 
ask for continuances up until the election. And then, you know, once the election is over and we've got a new attorney general, things will change. Because believe me, uh, I think you see the Justice Department gutted. From the Department of Justice, FBI is part of the Department of Justice. FBI, the top floors get demolished. They they get torn down. At least that's what should happen. I think it will happen, too, because Trump learned what he needs to do. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And And they all know it. And and again, on this on this border issue. Kudos to Mike Johnson for holding his ground. He said the Post passed their version. Do you think he might, you 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 think he might fold yet? Yeah, I, I I that guy's iffy to me. I don't know. Well, he has certainly been solid. I, I mean, he has been solid since he's been Speaker. I, I mean, he hasn't betrayed conservatives on anything or Trump on anything. Um, I think he's supposed to release some. J6 footage that he hasn't. Well, we will we'll see on that. You keep me posted because <laughs> we got to go back to it. Yeah, we'll go back to it. But well, let's hope let's hope he's doing what he appears to be doing, which is the right thing. So uh, we'll have all of this and, and, and more on Saturday. Uh, so just FYI, we'll, we will have a special guest that we we're supposed to have last week uh, joining us for the broadcast as well. Hopefully. So it should be a, hopefully. <laughs> If he remembers. Uh, if, if they remember. I think they felt pretty bad about what they did, so I'm pretty sure they're going to remember. But we'll, we'll see. So I'll we'll, make sure. We'll make, we'll make sure. So uh, anything else before we wrap it up for this Thursday podcast? Uh, no, I think I'm good. How about you? Well, I'm better than uh, when we started. Uh, so let's wrap it up and uh, get out of here for the day. Um And we will be with you again. We will be with you again on Saturday uh, with a whole new bunch of stuff. And again, apologize for no podcast yesterday. Couldn't help it. I was ill with the flu. Um, But I'm getting better. I will be there on Saturday. And remember, freedom can't be centralized. And whether you like it or hate it, Shannon, in your heart, they know we're right. right. See you on Saturday.